Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It is 134 at Edmonton. This is Oilers now. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 plus years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, four in Calgary, one in Red Deer. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Uh, Brennan's a big fan of the Texans. And uh, the Texan pizza, but the Houston Texans, Brendan, they fired their uh, that Easterby fellow who somehow worked his way from team chaplain to how he previously worked with the Patriots. He ended up like being the vice president of football operations. They gonged him this morning. He sure did. And I think, as uh, Lizzo says now, it's about damn time. There you go. Uh, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We're going to go down to Bakersfield for an update on the farm with our Oilers now headliner today, Keith Gretzky. Uh, our headliner brought to you daily by Will Hawk Beef Jerky. Now, the liner here says it just might be the best you've ever tasted. What are you talking about? It's the best you've ever tasted. No question about it. That's Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today, uh, locally owned and operated. Trent and the staff with three uh, locations in the Edmonton region. Without further ado, we welcome back to the show Oilers assistant GM Keith Kretzky, who oversees the farm team in Bakersfield. Hi, Keith. How are you? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. You guys uh, got a couple of regular season games in, got the season launched, dropped the puck on it. Uh, take us through the uh, the two games that were played this weekend. I thought, uh, you know, like coming out, we've been looking to play some games. And, and the first game, of course, opening night, you're, everybody's probably a little nervous and, and want to play uh, very well. And I, I thought, for the most part, we played a, a decent game. I thought it was a little scrambly at the beginning. And and, um, you know, we ended up losing in overtime and then, you know, playing the next day in the afternoon, like five o'clock, you know, back to back getting in late to Ontario. First period, I thought they were, we were a little bit on our heels and, and we got our legs in the second and third and, and played a good hockey game. We got good goaltending and I thought our D were, were pretty good. So it's, it's a learning curve for these young guys. We have a young team and, and some older players. So it, it's a good mixture. You have several guys that are out right now for your squad. Uh, you know, uh, DeHarnay had an outside chance to make the Oilers, but he's not available. Tyler Benson had an outside chance to make the Oilers, uh, but was likely headed to the AHL. He's out right now. Uh, Brad Malone, at this time, uh, up with the Edmonton Oilers as well. So you're down a few bodies. Uh, you mentioned the goaltending. I want to start there. How important is it, especially in your division, to have a veteran like Kelvin Pickard? Oh, it's huge, and and that was one area we knew that 
you know, you're you're counting on Stu to make the hockey club. He's put his time in here down in Bakersfield. He's played in the East Coast League, and you know he's won down here for us. And and I thought last year when he was called upon, he he showed that what he could do. So it was important to start looking for a goalie. And and you know, I, with our goalie coaches, we all put uh, names together. You know, probably in, from January on, and you know, guys that you like and just keep watching them and and having a not just a great goaltender, but uh, also a great person that's going to help mentor the younger guys and as a team guy and and Pick is is outstanding at that. All right, so you have Calvin Pickard, you have Olivier Rodrigue there, uh, as well as Ryan Fanti. Rodrigue got the call. I would assume at some point Fanti ends up maybe he's going he's to have to play some games, so he's probably in the coast. But by all reports, it sounded like Rodrigue gave you a pretty good start last night. Yeah, he did. You know, Ontario's a high-scoring team. They scored eight their first night, I believe it was. And, and they're a good hockey team. They moved the puck very well, and, and they got a – some young guys, a couple older guys, so they're a well-balanced hockey club. And and I thought Ollie came in and, and played a really solid game and and held the fort at the beginning, making some big saves to to keep it close and give us a chance to win. And 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 you need that. And you know Ollie's also a third-year goaltender, so this is his time to step up and play well. And and he showed he could do that. We're joined by Edmonton Oilers assistant GM Keith Gretzky. Keith, uh, Philip Broberg was up and down three separate times over a span of four days. Uh, so he didn't play this weekend. Um, but Marcus Niemelainen did. Uh, and this is a guy that, that frankly performed pretty well in the preseason. And I know there's some cap issues going on but with Broberg and, for that matter, Niemelainen. Uh, but can you maybe assess his performance over the balance of the two games? Yeah. Um, you know, I thought Nemo played good uh, last night, really good. I thought... You know, the first night it was it, he was he was fine. He wasn't his normal, uh, you know, big hard hitting guy all the time. He had some hits, but I, I like the fact that he's not running all over the place looking for those big hits, taking himself out of position. But last night he was really a man out there against boys at times that looked like yeah, big hits. They were they were you know not in in giving himself out of position and and. You know, at the end of the game, he's blocking shots. He, he's really involving around a good shutdown, big physical defenseman. And it just shows you that, you know what, everybody develops differently and, and you need to spend time in the American Hockey League. He, he knew that. He knows it. Um, and uh, you know what, when he's, when he's up there, he's going to play the same style. How close is he, do you think, to being able I mean, you've been in the league a long time between Arizona, Boston, and Edmonton. How close do you think he is to becoming an NHL defenseman? I think he's really close. The, th- the thing about Nemo is that he's really improved his, his, his overall game. I think, number one, he's in better condition. Uh, I think that that really hurt him the last few years. I, I don't think, you know, being over in Europe, I don't think he realized how the importance of being in tip-top shape uh, right from the get-go so that you have a good camp. And I think uh, him coming in a, an extra month early, than everybody or you know than the than the veteran players it's it's helped them and it showed in his exhibition games and you know as puck plays improving it's always going to be an area that a lot of guys got to always improve on so he's not the only guy in that boat but you know he's not icing the puck all the time and and he's looking to flip it and make the play so you know he's he's uh he's improving and and that's why you're down in the american hockey league that's why you have a farm team well, uh, Kemp and Castellane, a pair of bigger right shot D. They're different players. Kemp's probably a little bit more steady and consistent. 
Uh, Kesseling had some bright moments in training camp with the Oilers. Your thoughts on how they played this weekend? Kemper is solid, as you said. He's nothing fancy. He's a, he's a warrior. He blocks shots, and he even scored a goal last night. So, um, but he's more of a shutdown guy. He's going to give you the same type of game, game in, game out, and, and you can count on him to be a shutdown guy. I, as you mentioned, Cass had a really good camp. I, I see big improvements. Um, it's another guy where, you know, in the in the COVID year that we started in February, he 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 looked like it was. You know, coming out of school, he knows at times where maybe he didn't belong, and and that happens when you're a kid. And and you know, like I said a few minutes ago, players develop at different stages, and and he's made big strides. He's he's defending a lot better, and he's he's he looks stronger, and and that's an area that I thought was really. Um, that he had to improve on, and and you got to defend. He's big boys. He's. he's He's got a long reach, and you know his conditioning also has improved. and And it takes time, and and you see the more that he has more confidence with and without the puck, and and that's what you want. And I know we talked about it many times last year. We had six young D, you know, with you know we didn't go out and sign one of those older veteran players that you know we could have used, but at the same time, we had a lot of young guys that needed to play, and and we felt it was you know talking with Ken and the staff that it was best not to go out and get a guy. We need to, you know, let these guys play and they're going to develop. You have to play games and they have to be in game situations. And, and he's benefited from that from a year ago that we had all those those young D. Yeah, I mean, uh, Broberg, Sam Arukov, Niemalainen on the left side, Kesselim and Kemp on the right side. Those guys were on NHL deals. DeHarnay earned uh, an NHL deal. He's still a few weeks away as well. Keith Gretzky joins us. Keith, let's switch to the forwards. Uh, Hamlin and Griffiths were on your top line, and they came through for you. And Hamlin, like DeHarnay, a guy who has played his way from an AHL deal to an NHL deal, and I know you guys have a lot of time for him. Yeah, Hammer is a you know a great two-way player. He's very cautious. He's always on the right side of the puck, and and he's tenacious on the puck. And and every shift he plays hard, and he wants the puck, and he works to get the puck. And I was really happy. I thought last night he really took took uh, charge and and stood out. Same with Griff. I thought his first game was was okay. You know, nothing bad, but nothing great. And, but I thought yesterday the the older players, you know, back-to-back games, first road game, you know, they they helped us get the win. Um, all right. Uh, Xavier Borgo is an Oilers' first-round draft choice forward. 36 goals, 75 points, 43 games last year in the queue. He had a great playoff run, but now he's playing pro. And it is a different level, isn't it, Keith? It's a it's it's huge. Everybody thinks you're going to come in and score thirty goals, forty goals because you're, you know, thirty four go- forty goal scorer in either Quebec or Western League or Ontario. It's it's a tough league. They're they're great goaltenders, and especially on our side in the Pacific Division, our goaltending is really really good. Um, and it's you're playing against men, and you have to learn that you got to compete every shift and you got to work to get the puck and work to get the puck back. And, and that's what he's figuring out. And he, he it's going to take time. Um, you know, if he, if he knew that he'd be in the NHL. And again, I said it before I, you, you talk with Ken when he first came into the Oilers organization, he believes that you need to, to go down, ride the bus, learn to be a pro. And, and that's why, you know, I'm kind of here to help guide and, and watch and, and, 
let them know. And, you know, he's going to take some time. It's it's two games in. He had a great two-on-one last night, and he ended up taking the shot, and the stick broke. And, you know, that was – that kind of is – sums it up in a way where you know things aren't going to go your way you got to work for it and he's learning that it's going to take time um but uh you know it's that's pro hockey though well he's an important player for the orders to develop we're joined by keith gretzky keith noah phillip uh played almost exclusively center uh in training camp he played mostly right wing a year ago at the u of a after playing center his first year, you guys had him over on the left side, but he also missed a bunch of time due to some immigration issues, just a, a weird sort of situation. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to assume, did he look like a guy that hadn't been on skates for eight or nine days uh, practicing with NHL or AHL players? Yeah, you could see that right away. He was a different player. And, and you know, I look at Penticton, or Penticton especially, I thought he was big he was physical um took the body was on the puck and he seemed he seemed to be about a step and a half behind and it was because of of not being on the ice there's nothing anybody could do we thought it'd take a day and it ended up being eight or nine and then he had to drive here so you know it's a it was a hard weekend i think for him um uh, but i i expect uh you know better things this week from now on where are we at with Carter Savoy and Raphael Lavoie? Uh, Lavoie was not at development camp. He wasn't at the rookie tournament. And Carter Savoy got hurt uh, second shift of the game between the Oilers and Flames rookies in Penticton. Um, you know what? They're both injured. They're they're close. I think Savoy is the closest of the two. Um, but, you know, we have a lot of bodies right now, and we got to make sure they're 100%. We can't, you know, this is not playoff hockey where you maybe have a little bruise and, you know, it'd be a little painful to play, but we got to make sure they're 100% and, and ready to play in game shape. And so they're close. I, I, I would say in the next couple of weeks they'll both be in. You need good quality pros in the minors. Is that a fair assessment? All right, so you need the goalie, you need good quality pros, and they assist in developing your players. I thought Greg McKaig, and I'm going to be polite here, had a very quiet NHL preseason. Um, But this is a guy that basically you guys signed to shuttle up back and forth between Bakersfield and Edmonton. He played about, I think he played like 30 or 40 games in the NHL last year. How did he look this weekend? I thought the second game he was better. I, I still want more, like like you mentioned. And I think number one is, um, and we've, you know, I know the coaches talked to him about it. Is that he's gone from hardly playing and not scoring a lot of goals to a guy that's going to play eighteen, nineteen minutes, and you need him to, you know, produce and, and be in game shape. I think that's, you know. You know, it's easy to say, well, these guys should know to be in game shape, but, you know, when your body's used to playing X amount of minutes uh, a game uh, and then come down here and you're relied on to, you know, be a leader and, and use in special situations, you get your ice time, you know, triples probably. And so I know it's a little bit of a learning curve. We knew that would happen a little bit, So, but we're still, you know, like you said, you can't be satisfied. We had a good weekend, but, you know, certain guys we – you know, expect a little bit more, and, and he'd be one of those guys that I, I think it's going to take a little time, but we need to get him up and going, like, game ready. Keith, just before I ask you, for we've got a text that's come in, and it says, Bob, I saw Keith Gretzky play at a tournament in Trenton, Ontario in 1982-83. Keith, do you remember that tournament? No, but I know, I know, uh, I know we used to go there. 
We I don't remember the town, but we we used to go there. It was about I think it's like forty five minutes from Belleville, and I, I think that's where our, some of our air force and, and that is right there. That I remember they had a big plane at our hotel. That's what I remember. <laughs> All right, well that comes to us from Boomer. So much appreciated, Boomer. Keith, give us the schedule for this week for uh, Bakersfield. Well, we had today off, and, and tomorrow we'll practice and head on into Henderson, um, play them on Wednesday, come back after the game, and, and fly up Friday to Tucson and play them uh, two games on Saturday, Sunday, and then kind of got a, like a um, good schedule where you have five good days of practice and play on Saturday against Ontario. So we're we're it's a good teaching week i would say and and with with our injuries it helps us the only the only bad thing is is that we got five games on the road but it brings your team together and and we've got a lot of new faces so it's it's a good team building week for us all right i lied i got one more for you who was more of a pain in the butt when they ended up in bakersfield uh rehabbing from uh getting covid down in the united states cam moon or myself I didn't even know Mooner was here. <laughs> you guys are both equal. All right, there we go. Thanks a lot, Keith. Take care. See you, Bob. You bet. That is Keith Gretzky. It is 150 in Edmonton. We'll come back with the State Oilers history when we return. Just thought you'd drop a carpenter's on us, say, coming back. that pander from time to time yeah great voice no question about that all right it's 153 in edmonton welcome back everybody bob stoffer brendan escott with you we just heard from keith gretzky he's our oilers now headliner today for wilhawk beef jerky we're going to go to this day in Oilers history. It is presented to you daily by New West Travel. This January, join Oilers Now three-day road trip to Las Vegas. You'll stay at the Cosmopolitan, see the Oilers play the Golden Knights. You can visit newwesttravel.com for more information. We're going to go back to 2011, and I'd like to tell you I remember this game, but I don't. Here's Brendan Escott. <laughs> uh, Taylor Hall, Ryan Smith, and Ryan Jones all scoring in the third period. The Oilers mounting a comeback to beat Nashville 3-1. to one. That, that was the year the Oilers started like nine three and two right Nugent Hopkins was off the charts finished with 52 points in 62 games and away you went uh tomorrow we will have Frank Cervelli from Daily Faceoff for the horses and horse racing Alberta presenting live thoroughbred racing Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile for more information visit thehorses.com tonight Reed Wilkins has inside sports and here's Brennan Escott yeah the uh, the analyst Buffalo Sabres analyst on MSG Network 16 year NHL goaltender Marty Biron uh, as well as the new Oil Kings development coach Ladislav Smeed and then uh, the final half hour will be Elks this week with Morley Scott. There you go. Uh, up next, the global news weather traffic update with Ray LaHoo. And then we've got Rob Breckenridge in 2 to 3, 6.30 chat afternoons with Jalen and I. From 3 to 6, I will rejoin you tomorrow at noon. Get you ready for the orders and the Buffalo Savers. Have a magnificent Monday, everybody.